Hey, beloved, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we are covering chapter two in the full book by Asherita Tutu. It's called Full Food, Jesus, and the Battle for Satisfaction. So I'm going to share key highlights from this chapter and, of course, my personal takeaways. And again, when I went through this book in 2019, it radically changed my life. This book is powerful, which is why I chose it for the 12-week curriculum for my breakthrough program, The Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint. To truly give you weapons for weight loss that work for lasting freedom, this is going to help renew your mind, make you wise to the enemy's tactics so you can armor up and stand against his schemes, and it's going to help you trade guilt for grace in your relationship with food. But first, I want to let you know what's coming at the end of this month. Oh my gosh, we're in November already. Can you even believe it? And also what's launching in January 2022. So do you feel overwhelmed when it comes to food? Have you ever felt stuck in a seemingly endless cycle of overeating, yo-yo dieting, and obsessive thoughts about food or your body image? Mm -hmm. Do you look to the scale to determine your self-worth? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, beloved. I'm doing a food freedom workshop and you are invited. We're going to spend an hour together unpacking what it really takes to break free from bondages to food and struggles with weight without exercise and even if you struggled your entire life. For many of us, food has become an increasingly complex issue that causes us to feel guilty, overwhelmed, or even hopeless. I felt this many times going through my pregnancies, gaining, losing, gaining, losing, gaining, losing, and this feeling like I didn't have control over what my body was doing, I would get emotionally overwhelmed and I would just turn to food for comfort. If you feel defeated by your lack of self-control, overwhelmed by your weight and thoughts and longings for food, then come join us in the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group on Sunday, November 28th at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. We're going to dig into scripture and reveal the path to freedom. This workshop will give you a glimpse into the food freedom curriculum that we use, um, which again, I'm highlighting through these chapters throughout the book, but this is my signature program that I'm launching in January 2022. It's a faith-based format, and it's comprehensive. It's holistic in nature. We are body, spirit, and soul, and so this program will address all three with a guided fast and detox for the physical weight loss portion, a biblically-based food freedom curriculum for the spiritual piece, and finally, inner healing sessions for that soul work that is so crucial for lasting freedom. We have to be healed from the inside in order for it to reflect on the outside. So a strand of three cords is not easily broken and this program has it all. Weight is just a symptom. It's not about the weight. Yeah, it's not not about the weight and it's about much, so much more than the weight, right? The weight is in the way, so to speak. I understand that. I felt this way before where it's uh, hindered me from finding success in my business or it's affected my relationships on an intimate level. It's affected the way I feel about myself, of course. And so to speak of us truly living our lives to the full, I know that the weight is in the way. So in this program, losing the weight is really just the icing on the cake because it's a byproduct of the healing, okay? So yes, you'll be losing between 10 and 15% of your body weight, which for most people is between 20 and 25 pounds, but more importantly, you will discover the joy of living freed from food fixation by experiencing deeper satisfaction in Christ. You will find healing from the inside out and that you just no longer need to carry this extra weight around because you've found true healing and you will finally feel comfortable and confident in your own skin and be able to step into the fullness of what God has for you. So come join me for this totally free, food freedom workshop that I'm doing for you. This is a spiritual battle and we need to armor up. We need to overcome the lies with truth. And I will even have a special guest joining us to share her experiences from the 12-week program so you can hear firsthand her results and her takeaways. And workshop attendees will get first dibs on applying for the beta version of this program that launches 
in January. Beloved, if you are ashamed to work out in front of others, if you feel like you can't stop obsessing about food or stop binge eating or binge drinking, or if you avoid the mirror because of what you see in the reflection, your soul is yearning to be set free from the bondage of food fixation and all of this loneliness and isolation that it creates. So please come join us in the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group for the upcoming Food Freedom Workshop. Again, it's Sunday, November 28th at 7.30 p.m. It'll be hosted right in the Facebook group and this is open to everybody. So please share, please join us. Welcome to the Covered Beloved Podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that he created us to be healthy and whole, and that he's covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be, because he's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. All right, beloved, let's dig in. I know a biblical approach is needed for this type of thing because when we aren't in alignment with who God says we are, we are obviously more susceptible to the enemy's lies. And so it's either God shaping our minds or the world, right? And so we need biblically-based solutions. So I want to just, my goal in unpacking each of these chapters in this book and sharing my feedback, my you know, highlights, things that came up to me as I was going through this process. I just want to keep planting seeds that will open your heart to the idea that the Lord wants to fight this battle for you and victory is found in Jesus. So today we are talking about knowing the real enemy and surprise, it's not food or calories, how to dress for success in battle and how to stand, claim, and fight for your victory with food struggles. So I want to read to you a couple verses to start. The first one is Ephesians 6, 10, and 11, and it's finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. Okay, the, the second one is John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So we have to remember that we do not stand on our own power, but mighty in the power of God. And as the Holy Spirit leads us to all truth, as we put off our old self and put on the new, our thinking will be transformed. Our thoughts will be renewed and our lives will be more full. We can't, we have to stop seeking fullness in things that were never meant to satisfy us. So when we look at this battle with food or food fixation, we have to remember that this is something, first of all, that's under the blood of Jesus, right? It's dead on the cross, nailed to the cross. It died on the cross with Jesus. It's victory is already yours. Now you're just walking it out. And so this is one in a hand-to-hand combat time after time after time in little increments through small daily victories. I saw this to be true going through my experience in a group that I took this curriculum with. And it was little things like I would post what I was having for my meal. I would have success in my habit tracker. And so it was these little victories that I kept choosing 
to follow God time after time after time again and not turn to food to satisfy or fulfill me. And so our role, according to these verses, right, in Ephesians, is that our role is to stand and stand firm and be strong in the Lord and his power. Victory over our enemy takes time, again, as we repeatedly choose God over anything else that promises to satisfy. I also noticed this in celebrating in social settings as I was going through this curriculum. It was hard for me before starting this to choose God over sugar or wine. Like that was my go-to thing. If if I was being honest with you, it depended on the day that I had. If I would uh, have wine and it was never just one glass, it was always more than one and or you know, brownies or something sweet to satisfy and to numb whatever pain or insecurity was coming up. And so as I was going through this curriculum, when I went through this book in 2019, those things didn't satisfy me anymore. They didn't even matter all that much. It's like all of that thinking and that obsessive compulsive thinking about food, it was gone. And I could see victory in this area through and when even I got home my daughter had made a cake and it didn't even appeal to me like it didn't have quote-unquote power over me like it would have in the past I'm sure that some of you can relate to what I'm talking about right now it's almost like food has this invisible power we feel sometimes over us and so that goes back to healing on a soul level that's soul wounds that are bringing that up for you You've probably heard me mention one of my favorite books, Healing the Wounded Soul by Katie Souza. It's break free from the pain and the past and live again. And so she talks about soul wounds and how that can give the enemy access to us. And we are then believing the lies that the enemy is speaking to us. So in Romans 8, 13, this is a powerful scripture because it teaches us the difference between righteous and unrighteous eating and it empowers us to stop carrying out the desire of the flesh that we exercise with our compulsive or overeating. And we have no obligation to do what our sinful nature urges us to do. We don't have to live by our flesh. But if by the power of the Holy Spirit I put to death those deeds, I will live. I love that verse. So during this part of the chapter, I was I was asking Holy Spirit to show me the difference between righteous and unrighteous eating. Like, teach me how to eat in a way that is pleasing to the Lord and empowering me to stop carrying out, again, this desire of my flesh with my eating. When is it appropriate to indulge um, or eat out of norm of what you would do on a daily basis? And so here's an incredible quote by Elise Fitzpatrick. She says, eating habits become sinful when the habitual practice of them places us in bondage again, a bondage to sin from which Christ died to set us free. So when we go back into slavery that Jesus died to set us free from, that is unrighteous eating. When we feel like that food has power over us or it's something we can't control, that is unrighteous righteous eating, when it causes us to go back and sin again, that is unrighteous eating. So what we will do, this is an interesting quote, we will do what's easiest even if it leads to our own destruction. Whoa, how many times, oh my goodness, how many times have I eaten to the point of my own destruction? So Holy Spirit is our guide and our power over the enemy and our own willpower and discipline to create those daily habits are going to partner with God in his supernatural resources. So just asking God for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit over my life was super powerful. Zechariah 4, 6 says, not by might nor by power, but 
by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. So his Holy Spirit infuses our natural willpower with his supernatural resources, energizing us to cross the finish line. And so we're co-creating with God. And of course, all the glory goes to God. So here are three ways that Asherita describes that we can stand firm. Number one is running to God instead of food. Number two is choosing healthy meal options. And number three is filling your mind with truth. And I'm going to unpack each of these. So number one, number one way to stand firm is to run to God instead of food. Oh my goodness, sweet cravings, right? Sweet cravings means your brain wants instant gratification. It's almost like you're throwing a little temper tantrum. And instead of giving in to that sweet craving and having that instant gratification, you can delay your gratification. Don't, you know, just put it off. Instead, pray about what's on your mind and listen to what the Lord has to say. I actually use an essential oil blend. It's a metabolic blend, but it gives me that two seconds, right, that my brain needs to just, I'm doing something in the natural. I'm taking a drop of that essential oil. I'm putting it under my tongue. It's helping with the immediate physical response that my body is having. And then that gives me just this breather, like this margin to be able to pray, to pause and pray about what's on my mind, to journal, to write down, listen what the Lord has to say. So that's number one, running to God instead of food. Number two is choosing healthy meal options. So God gives us this whole rainbow of foods that are designed to sustain and nourish our bodies, right? Just like he created them to do. And as you do this over and over again, as you're choosing healthy meal options, you will soon crave them. I find it so interesting and I have so much compassion for Eve when she decided that this amazing looking fruit was just something she had to have as if God was holding out on her, as if he didn't already provide her with everything she needed in the garden that was beautiful and pleasing to the eyes and nourishing for her body and nourishing for her soul and was just like the purest, most perfect form of food right there for her and she still chose to eat, to let the enemy have a seat at her table. And so when we look at choosing healthy meal options, God's rainbow of whole foods, again, are designed to sustain and nourish our bodies just the way he created them too. So that's number two way to stand firm is focusing on the foods that God created. Number three, filling your mind with the truth. So writing down the lies and fighting them with the truth in God's word. God's word is living and it's relevant to what you're going through right now, beloved. So do this often and it will naturally come to mind. This is a retraining of your brain. This is a knowing and getting in and arming yourself with the truth. So God is more than ready to help and takes pleasure in fighting our battles for us with his supreme word. So here are the lies that I wrote down. And maybe you can relate to some of these. I would love to hear the most common lies that come up for you and share them in the Facebook group. Go to the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group, ask to join and share what lies are you believing about food. Here are some of mine. Number one, I don't eat this way at home, so I'm going to indulge now. Number two, I need a couple of glasses of wine to loosen up and people will like me better. Mm. Number three, if I don't eat it now, I won't get a chance later to have it. Number four, I don't have time to pray about this, and will it really help anyway? Is it just a waste of time? Let's talk about being wise to the enemy's plans, and then we'll close out with equipping for battle. So, being wise to the enemy's plans. Satan wants to keep us blind to the life-giving elixir found only in Jesus Christ. 
He wants me to eat the crackers and cheese. He wants me to eat the gooey sweet treats and drink wine until I'm numb to the idea that praying during a stressful time of day might actually be just what I need. Here's an example. My husband had a stressful day at work and he was like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'll give you um, this oil application technique that I do on the spine. And it's super relaxing. It helps with um, stress and it helps with immunity and it helps with um, just balancing the body. And so I was super excited to serve him in this way when he got home after his long, stressful day. But instead of coming to me, which I was ready and waiting to serve him and help him, he had wine instead to comfort him and to probably numb, right? Whatever was coming up for him. I'm like, oh, I, I felt so disappointed. Like I was ready to help you. And instead you chose this other option. So that was kind of an aha moment for me. I'm like, oh, interesting. That's probably how God feels. (laughs) So when we look at being wise to the enemy's plans, this could look at diet. This could be diets, right? A history of yo-yo dieting, these patterns of death, sorrow, desperation, isolation, hopelessness. Jesus laid down his life so that we could have life more abundantly. And that includes victory and freedom in our eating. And so he endured what the enemy had planned for us. Jesus already suffered these things for us and as us. So we wouldn't have to. We do not have to struggle in this way. I know it's hard to believe. I know it's hard to wrap your mind around because if you're like me, this has been your story your entire life and you don't believe it to be true. You believe that this is a struggle and it's hard and it has to be hard and it's something you're going to deal with forever. It's time to end the celebration in hell and fight not from a place of fear, but from a place of courage and victory because Jesus has already overcome Satan in this area for us. It is time to understand who the enemy is and what he's after as he's trying to still ensnare us and enslave us in the area of food and trying any means necessary to steal, kill, and destroy. Okay, equipping for battle. This is in Ephesians 6 verses 13 through 18. And this is the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the sandals of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. So I'm going to go through each of these quickly, starting with the belt of truth. So bringing our food thoughts to God, writing them down and lining them up with God's word. What does God's word say is the truth? Okay. Number two, the breastplate of righteousness. That covers our hearts and protects us from fatal blows. Not all the blows, right? But the fatal ones. His righteousness transfers to us and covers us, protecting us from shame and condemnation about food choices that cannot stay because we are righteous in Christ. We're neither more or less because of our food choices. And Jesus already earned us favor with God. We can't do that for ourselves. We cannot earn favor with God by what we eat or what we don't eat. Third is the sandals of peace. Jesus eliminated any need for human effort, good works, or pressure to prove worthiness or anything to God. Jesus, his finished work, right? His finished work on the cross reconciled or made peace between man and God. So we stand ready to fight our food fixation because we have nothing to prove and everything to gain. (laughs) The peace that Jesus won for us on the cross. So here, I just encourage you, this is what I did. I asked God to flood me with your peace that transcends all understanding. Jesus already won the battle and I need only to walk in his victory. All right, next is shield of faith. We protect ourselves from the enemy's arrows of doubt, despair, shame, and condemnation with the shield of faith. Our faith rests in Jesus, not on our own track record or our own self-discipline, right? 
I can see, again, I saw the small victories and the imperfect progress I was making as I was going through this book and God's promises that if we seek him with all of our heart, we will find him. All right, next is the helmet of salvation. This protects our minds and reassures us that we are God's. Our salvation rests in Jesus Christ, not in our performance or our check marks or the X's on our charts. Our salvation rests in Christ. Lastly is the sword of the spirit. And this is the only offensive weapon versus the defensive ones of the previous five, right? We have to know how to use it in order for it to be effective. That's the trick though, right? By studying, memorizing, and applying his word, we can pick it up and we can wield this weapon. This weapon requires consistent daily training and will not return void. It will not return empty. So here I was asking Holy Spirit to bring God's words to life for me and in me and to lead me and direct me according to his word as the living, breathing presence of his spirit in me. I said, help me to courageously obey your promptings so your voice becomes increasingly clear to me as your word comes alive in my life. So beloved, I just want to pray that you hold all the armor together, that as you communicate with God, you realize that you are not fighting this battle alone, but with God as you depend on him for comfort and strength. And Lord, I just ask that you make this freedom with food a new way of living in the freedom of Christ to help the listener today. Just help her stand firm in your comfort and your strength throughout this battle. And Holy Spirit, intercede on her behalf when she's weary and when she doesn't have strength to pray. Give her wisdom, discernment, and strength to walk in this victory daily. Satisfy her with the Lord and help her turn towards Jesus' face when she feels like she's fallen short. Help her not to turn away from him in shame or condemnation. Help her to choose life with him one bite at a time. Lord, we ask that she draw close to your heart so that she can dance with you, worship with you, so that she may live in you more and that she may love you more and hold fast to you more, hear your voice more, and the enemy's lies less. Thank you, God, for this food journey. What the enemy went for harm, you are using for good to accomplish a greater work in all of us for your glory. We surrender all control and allow you, Lord, to do anything and everything to strip us of self-reliance, performance, perfection, and to knit our hearts to yours. Thank you, God, that we can come out of hiding, that you're a safe place for us, that we don't need to hide anything because you already see it all. Thank you for turning shame and despair into worship and praise. And thank you that even though we can't always articulate everything that's happening right now in this season, when the time is right, you will show us. You will show us what the struggles were all about, what purpose is coming from the pain, and that the victories we experience can point other people to you. Thank you, beloved, for joining today. Again, be sure to check out the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group for our upcoming workshop the end of November. Again, all are invited. It's open to everybody. And in the meantime, I pray that you prosper in your health just as your soul prospers. Until next time. Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, Head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.